I'm trying to do intermittent fasting at the moment. Um, I fucking hate it, but it's been incredibly insightful because um, I am forced to deal with how I, like my relationship with food. Mm. So like when I'm upset or when I'm anxious or when I like can't make a decision or when there's this or when there's that, I eat. Like I don't even really enjoy food too, too tough, but like it's definitely a crutch. So after eight o'clock I have to stop eating and I can't eat until like 12 p.m. the next day. So I'm just like, <sighs> yeah, it's been an interesting insight, if you will, um, that I miss. And I'm also trying to eat better as well, because apparently if you're eating the same sort of shit that you're doing during intermittent fasting, it doesn't make sense. So you live, you learn, we move, I'm starving. Um, I, <laughs> I guess I should just probably start this. Um, I didn't come here to talk about this today. What are they coming to talk about? I apologise, it's not quite the entrance you thought in it. You Not really. I feel like I was gonna open up and be like, "Hi." I, yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to force you into something. Like that's like, listen. We'll talk after the podcast. As well. In it, then we'll ones. Um, but we came here today. <laughs> I think this might be the. Is this the first one of the year? Nah. Yeah. Yeah, it must be. Must be of 2021. Oh, mate, listen, it's a pandejo. Like, your girl is on... She's furloughed, all right? Like, I get to kick a little luxury, which is this, um, every month at this point is what I've worked out after being able to have to pay my rent, feed myself, and then pay off all my bills at the same time. I hate it here. We didn't come here to talk about that. Um, What do we want to talk about? I actually want to talk about acting. Um... Because I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I'll just kick the mic. Sorry about that. I never know how to get yeah, into... Not thinking about it a lot lately. Well, I don't know. It's... Um, I def- I've, I've had a conversation with my agent last week. And um, just to tell him that, like, I'd booked this uh, job that somebody put me forward for. Either I put myself forward for, or he put me forward for, or one of his assistants put me forward for, I don't know, whatever. I just did the tape, I sent it off, whatever. And previous to this conversation, I had a Zoom audition, which is a fairly, obviously, new thing during this pandemic. Um I'm going to start saying... Um, calling the pandemic different things as we as, as time goes on. Um, it's just become this, like, running joke with Helena and Beef and I, where it's like, we're just naming it different things. So if you hear panty liner, don't be, don't be worried. So during this um, Panama, we, I, I, yeah, Zoom auditions are more and more uh, occurring, but I haven't had a Zoom audition since I did... Uh, the McDonald's, McDonald's advert last year in June or July, whatever, whenever it was. Um, so that's quite a significant time between then and last Friday, between my, my Zoom auditions. And I was surprised to see how... not Yes, no, I was. I was surprised to see how anxious I was about the whole thing. Um it's almost like, I don't know, it kind of feels like you're in the room, but you're not in the room. And, you know, you can't 
this whole... Actually, let me go into that in a second. Anyway, so before that, before I'd spoken to my agent and told him I booked this job, I had the audition on a Friday and I, my nerves got the better of me and I personally think I fumbled the bag and just fucked it up. So I was like, all right, cool, that's fine, whatever. I had my little moment, my little hour and a half to sort of vent to various loved ones, had a Bailey's, chopped it up, we moved um, so I was quite surprised to get the email to say that I had actually booked the job. Right. And that the job had been extended from one day to three days. So I was like, okay, cool. This is great. Like a little bit of money, a little bit of something to do. This is fantastic. Um, alas, it got cancelled. <laughs> the job got cancelled. And obviously it's because of, it's, it's because of COVID and, you know, obviously circumstances and we don't know whether we're coming or going um, at the moment with the restrictions and everything else within this industry, especially within this country. Obviously, I can't speak to other countries. I certainly cannot speak for like America or anything else like that. Certain productions are able to go ahead and that's fantastic. I know, I mean, I know that to be the case because I, I worked a considerable amount last year, which God is good for and I'm grateful for and I can only hope happens again. Um, but I know that it's difficult because there's a lot of stuff that goes into filming it's not just you know learning your lines and turning up and being in hair and makeup and rehearsal anymore it's it's those things but it's also taking a test getting a negative test um and also you know depending on if they fly out to a different country then they have to put you up in a hotel and you have to quarantine and then you know there's a travel and even if I don't go to another country there's still the travel from my house to set or my house to location so there's all these like variables that I that you also have to things have to be taken into consideration which I think makes everything feel just like slower by like 0.5 x speed I don't know what that is but yeah um so yeah my brain veers off sometimes and it's hard to keep trying to go back and that's it that's what I'm saying yes so I mean before the pandemic I I I I I was I would get very few self tapes like very 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 few self tapes. It was always auditions, auditions being in the room with the casting director or the or the director and or the director and um, producer, and then maybe a various bunch of other people who just happened to be in the room. I don't know who the fuck they are because I never have time to introduce myself and I don't care. Um, only because I just want to be in and out, <laughs> not because I don't care about these people. I'm sure they are wonderful. Um, but that being said, I when I first started out, now I'll be really honest with you. I I'm I'm only technically being I'm a, I'm technically a professional actor for two years. Technically speaking, I wanted to do acting since I was sixteen. I kind of was very much back and forth with it for a plethora of reasons. I started out. Um, I was the lead rat in <laughs> in uh the Pied Piper at primary school I remember that uh Mr Gift very large man big energy slightly aggressive energy glasses um and he always used to say like uh practice makes permanent and that always stuck with me 
Um, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I'll bring that up in uh, uh, a later point. But um, yeah, I've always loved television and film and it just made sense to me. Anyway, yeah, 16, I was like, I'm going to be an actor. And then various things happened. In 21, I went to New York and then I realized I wanted to fully do this and then I went to New York Film Academy when I the, the following year and then um I studied acting for TV and film out there <laughs> I studied for acting for TV and film out there and that was the most incredible experience of my existence I like I wouldn't trade it for the world and I would trade my left arm yeah my left arm to do that experience again I met some incredible people um I learned a lot about myself and I think if I'd the reason I think I'd want to do it again would be knowing what I know now and seeing how I would absorb that experience on the uh, like as this version of myself um it definitely kicked off kick-started off a lot of stuff but that being said, yeah. So then uh, I came back. I had, I was very ambitious. I was going to do all these things. I was excited. Um, and we've already spoken about this, but yeah, uh, I got, that's when I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety and that kind of took over my existence for a little bit. And then I went back and forth with acting. I started acting classes, finally got on the casting websites. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of back and forth, and I mean maybe I'll fully explain that another day if anybody even cares to hear about it. But let's fast forward to what year are we in now? Two thousand twenty-one. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, it's two thousand nineteen. I guess I must have got my agent, um, a very good friend of mine. Shout out to Hannah. Went to uh, an event where my agent was, and he was looking for people and uh yeah she passed the details on to me I got in contact he low-key aired me I realized in my head I'm like if he was here he'd, he'd say different but he's not here so <laughs> he low-key aired me for the first one or two emails and then the third one I just like I was just like look please give me a chance you know I'm good <laughs> I have nothing to prove that I'm good. Um, I literally came to this man with like some old headshots and a dream. <laughs> um, but by the grace of God and on my birthday, he, uh, he, he signed me. So I was like, this is fantastic. Um, and we did that and we have been, I like to say that I've, I've been working hard ever since I say that with caution because I know in my heart and maybe because of the ability, my ability, because I'm a perfectionist, I know I can work harder. And that's going to take time and that's going to take growth and um, patience from me more so than anything. And uh, maybe hearing the same thing over and over again until I actually fucking get it. But um, yeah. So within the year, I had gotten new headshots. I had worked. Um, I'd worked before, but it was it was non-paid stuff. So I had worked for stuff that I got paid for, which was nice. Um, and uh, what else had I done? Oh, yeah, and I had managed to get, like, a scene for 
to be a part of my showreel. And um, I was pretty chuffed with the year that I had, basically. Like, I really... It was hard work and it was... There was a lot of self-doubt and there is still self-doubt. But for... The fact that, like I said, I came to this family with dreams and, and some headshots, I feel like we did a lot of work together back and forth. We have a really good understanding, um, me and my agent. I'm very appreciative of the relationship that we do have because, um, you know, uh, it's nice to have somebody who, A, sees your potential and your ability, but B, is backing your corner uh, I kind of like look at it like, uh, you know, even you're in a boxing ring and uh, you, oh my goodness, come on, Erica, you just watched something to do a boxing yesterday. You can totally do this analogy. Okay, sports analogy. Um, you are the boxer. I'm assuming that guy in a corner who's feeding you water and like telling you to move your feet faster and like protect your face is your coach. I feel confident with that. Um, if I'm wrong, fight me. But uh, that is that is essentially what it is. He's there to he he is he's just incredibly supportive and egging me on and everything else. And that's how it feels because I think f- for the longest time, it didn't. It, it when you're on your own in that aspect of the acting world, you're kind of. And, you know, you're getting your own work and I didn't really know too much and also fucking pride and I didn't want to ask for help. And when I did ask for help, I didn't feel like I was fully understanding it. And then I I didn't, I felt kind of silly to ask again for help. You know, anyway, um, you, you're on your own. Is the long and short of it, is that you are on your own, um, and you have to be the one who sells yourself. You're the one who has to push yourself forward. You're the one who has to tell yourself that you need to move your feet. You're the one who has to tell yourself you have to protect your face. Like, you know, it's... it's. I found that difficult to do in the face of my own uh, self-doubt, which I have a lot of, and my... Uh, my confidence in my ability. It's a really strange thing to be confident in in something like acting or even even artistically. I personally think, in my personal opinion, um, for me, I. I don't even know what to tell you. I, 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 I just know I'm supposed to be an actor. <laughs> That's it. That's all I can say to you is that I just know. I know I'm supposed to do this. I know I'm supposed to be creative in this way and have, you know, and, and say the things that I need to do, uh, say and do the things I need to do within this particular outlet. And not just acting, you know, I didn't, you know, not to say that that being, you know, just an actor diminishes anything and that you are lower down on the food chain, which technically speaking you are, but let's not go into that and that's definitely for another conversation. Um, you know, that I do want to I do want to direct, I do want to write, I do want to produce, I do want to own my own studio. So there's, but there's, with that, is the source of that is just like us because, you know, 
there's so many things that I need to say and do and it has to come through this revenue and this source. Anyway, um, I've veered off and now I can't remember what I was going to say. No, I do remember what I was going to say. Yes, so got my agent, worked really hard. We're now in our second year. And I want to point out as well, like, my agent... And the reason why I'm like large at my agent is like he's he's got me in the room to for stuff that's gonna go on Sky. He's got me in the room that stuff is gonna be on HBO, he's got me in the room that stuff that's gonna be on Apple TV. Like this is so far from it's such a for me it was such a far leap to go from you know <laughs> Uh, to go from basically playing a gangster's girlfriend to being seen for like a small bit in in you know the Sky Atlantic uh, show or whatever. So I really have to give props to my agent for doing the things that he has done with what he was with the resources I gave over to him. Um, he's definitely pushed me. And, uh, yeah, he's pushed me to want to be better. Not necessarily even sat down and be like, I want you to be better, Erica. I know you've got good potential and blah, 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 blah. He's very honest. We have a very honest relationship. Um, we have a very honest back and forth. Um, I think that's just because I, want, I wanted to work harder for him, but also for myself. I wanted to keep, to keep being seen for those for those roles because you have to remember as well that I'm I'm some of the greatest people that I know and I mean that some of the greatest people that I know are within this industry I don't mean just acting I mean in the creative industry um I mean for fuck's sake even the guy who was a sound engineer for this podcast but you know we're at various points in our journey, in our career. And to have people in your life who you care deeply about in terms of like them as people, but also their opinion and also respecting where they are in their career, you're kind of, for me to be able to be seen for shows like that, which I can't technically, no, can I just, well, it doesn't matter because did I sign? Well, no, actually, no. I signed an NDA. I know that it matters anyway because I didn't get the fucking roles. But, um, and I can't remember what show. I just recently watched it as well, which is such a pain in the ass. It was a book. Anyway, um, to be to be seen for shows that are on Sky One, I, like for me, it made me feel like I'm on the same level as those, as my friends, you know, as my friends who are doing Holby C, as my friends who are doing big feature films like uh, I don't know Justice League or um, or shows that are on Fox like Tyrant and I, 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 it kind of for me and I know this probably has to change validates the fact that I'm on the right path um and I guess because obviously I'm doing what they're doing but I'm also doing the stuff that I want to be doing 
I want to be doing what they're doing. You know, I want to be doing the shows that they're doing because not just because like they're really cool, they're super famous or whatever, just because, you know, those are the things that I saw myself doing as a jumping off point. But then after the fact, there are stuff that like, there are stories I want to tell that are, that I care about. So I don't know, I, I can't really explain it per se, but yeah, for me, it just was like, okay, cool, we're on the same, same sort of playing level field, level playing field, level. I, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck that is. But uh, yeah, I, that's where I was at. But that, anyway, 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 so that, that being said, I guess I can just walk you through a few things that, like, I know that people have had questions about. Um, for instance, what is there? So, okay, yeah, so before, so my agent, I, we kind of work in tandem, tandem, is that right? I don't fucking know. Um, we kind of work in tandem, me and my agent. So he, I, I'm on a few casting websites. Um, he takes care of the professional one. I take care of um, the, ooh, well, uh, it's, no, the, the other one is uh, professional. It's just um, I can self-submit stuff and my agent can submit stuff and yada, yada, yada. Um, I make it a task to sort of, you know, uh, you can get emails every day of what jobs are specific for your type or whatever's on your profile and obviously for me personally I make it a task to apply to at least five jobs a day that I fit for regardless of whatever um the pay is but if the story's right and it looks like it would be a lot of fun to do I do anyway so we do that now before pre um pre pandale uh, I was just getting, I was getting auditions. So you go into the room, you get a, usually you get sent a piece of text beforehand, depending on what it's for. Um, so that could be either, that can range from, from like three or four lines to a monologue to a duologue. I don't know what a duologue is actually. I'm going to Google that really quickly because I think I know what it is, but I'm now self-doubting myself. Or just dialogue. And um, it usually ranges between two to three pages. By the way, this is my own experience. I cannot speak for other actors. I cannot do that because other people are have been in the game longer than I have. So like their experience is a lot different to mine. But that being said, so you usually get that a couple of days before then you learn it. You go in the room. You know, there's a camera there. You, uh, that's not how you spell log. Uh, there's a camera there you how do you do it gosh it's been so long since I've done it right so you go in you obviously introduce yourself and like and they tell you what to they tell you just to sort of say what your name is who you're represented by the part you're going for and you have to kind of show your hands and do your profiles so kind of feels like being um you know when you get arrested because obviously I've been arrested and we've all been arrested uh (laughs) you have to they do the front side side whatever so you do that and then you come in and then after once that's already done, they kind of talk you through it. They sometimes can talk you, actually no, most of the time, they talk you through what the the part is about or what, what the production is going to be about and yada, yada, yada. You understand that. Um, and then um, they just sort of like, okay, cool, when you're ready, you, you do your bit. So uh, you either do your lines, whether it be by yourself or whether there's a reader to do the um, dialogue with. 
you do your little bit of acting in that in those couple of minutes some um, small um, sometimes uh they'll give you notes and then you can read it again with applying applying the notes which at first I used to think was a negative thing and now I realize no that's a good thing (laughs) that they want to see uh, a different a variation of of what you can bring to the character or a different level of what you can bring to the character um whether that be vulnerability or anger or or um joy or uh sarcasm silliness whatever it is um and then more often than not once they're happy with what they've seen and by the way you're being filmed the entire time during this they just say thank you and send you on your way and that's it. Um, now, I don't personally get to hear back from these casting directors or, or whoever's running the show. They'll go from my agent, of course, and then he'll let me know. Uh, we've come to a very nice agreement to if I don't get the job, there's nothing to tell me because uh, I went through at the beginning when I first joined the agency of agonizing and when I say agonizing I mean agonizing over whether I got the job or not and then finding out I didn't get the job and be like why don't I get a job I'm such a terrible actor yeah no uh that that couldn't run um because it is it's so self-consuming as well to to be in that space to to think about to challenge whether you're, you know, you are good enough, your ability, what you did, and then you're you're chopping up every little detail and every little, like, even from the moment you walk in, like, and that is, yeah, I think, in my personal opinion, that could be a little bit soul-destroying. Definitely time-consuming. And, uh, you know, I'm a busy girl. <laughs> I was a busy girl. Um, thank you, COVID. Uh, Miss Rona... You cheeky, cheeky bitch. But after a while, you kind of stop doing that and you get into a space where... And and I think you have to make a choice, by the way. You really do have to make a choice to do this because I know that there is a few people in my life who who aren't quite there yet. That's no Tino shade to them. You know, different strokes to different folks. It is what it is. Like, you know, you have to make a choice to sort of be like, I'm not going to agonise over this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do my version of this, bring the best version of this to whatever I've been given. And, you know, find a truth in that or whatever have you, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm going to let it go. Because the second I leave, like, my life still goes on, whether they decide to hire me or not. I still have to pay my rent. I still have to feed myself. I still have to go see my friends. I still have to go be here and do this podcast. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't really rest on, or I, I can't really sit back and think about, oh my goodness, is that is that gonna ever gonna come through? Sometimes there are there there has definitely been jobs where I'm just like I could really do with that. I did a com, I did all, I had an audition for a commercial for like a, I want to say antidepressants of some sort or they aided anti- and along with antidepressants I can't remember the full details but it would have been uh like 350 pounds for the fucking day or something stupid or they would have flown me out 
to maybe Malta, I think it was. That would have been nice. Anyway, the long and short of it is, is that I would have got a buyout of 17 grand. I don't know about you, love. I'm not making 17 grand working in a pub that I work in. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, you know, some of the jobs that I get paid to do, like, sometimes won't even necessarily hit 100 quid. It just is what it is. Like, it ranges. Um, and I think that may have been the last job I ever agonised over. And I think I'm more agonised over the money than I agonised agonized over the commercial itself. I agonised over the money and, and the trip to Malta because, you know, I was supposed to go to Malta last year and and that got ruined. So a holiday would have been really nice. But that being said, it, it was what it was and it is what it is. And, and I kept it moving. And since then, I just sort of, once it's done, it's, it's, it's out of the way. So there was auditions. And then self-tapes, <clears throat> very similar, except you have a whole setup in your yard, right? Now, there's a lot of technicals that go into doing self-tapes. Uh, you have to have a background that's plain, so either white, grey, or blue, I think, Um it's very hard to range in terms of like what people prefer. It's also just best to go with whatever is is good for your complexion. As some of you may know, or a lot of you do know, your girl's black. Yeah, um, she's 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 a dark skinned female. So for me, works out is white. <laughs> white backgrounds are great, um, and you can own. And it has to be a clear, plain background because then you can focus and see only you there's you know having stuff in the background is distracting and everything else um at the moment the house that I moved into I've saw white walls so I don't ever I never have to use my backdrop which is great never let my dad know that because he'd buy that for me for a birthday from a birthday couple of years ago but that was different because when I was living at my parents house there's a lot of clutter everywhere so it's good to have the plain background but I don't have to use it so much at the moment good lighting um <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like does anybody really want to know about the technicalities of this but we can't talk about it anyway um good lighting as well like um I like to use just natural daylight because I look the best in natural daylight I'm just going to call a spade a spade I look good in natural daylight um and uh I would, and then obviously like you can't have any like external sounds going on and then the same thing happens again um Good Lord. The same thing happens again. You get, like, you just learn the text, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, can you put a filter on that? Um, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you you know, you can either get a reader, which is usually, like, depending on who, I, I would, you know, I would get my friends in at this point. Uh, before, well, before the pen deal, before the panty liner, I would get my friends in to come and, and, and you know, they would do it, stop it. And, um, and um, you know, they'd read for me in the room. Now, obviously, it's a bit different. Um, but yeah, so then you just film yourself on your phone. You you, you do, it. You, you know, the framing usually has to be like head and shoulders, a little bit above your head. And then you do the, you do the piece, you send it off to your agent and your agent sends it off and that's it. You know, people, and then the casting directors or whoever it is uh, will watch the tape and then more often than not, they either want to recall, so either another self-tape, which is very rare, by the way, or uh, a recall usually just means that like 
um, well, beforehand, they'd call you in for you to come and read and do the same thing again. Now it means you do a Zoom audition, um, which is what I had done last week. Uh, was it last week? Shit. Yeah, it was last week. Um, for this, no, it wasn't, but it doesn't matter. My point is, is that I had done a tape, I had sent it off, they liked it, they wanted to see my um, see me do, go do a Zoom audition. That's what I did last Friday. That's what I thought I tanked. And then afterwards, they make the decision and they let me know. And obviously, I got the job, blah, blah, blah. Um, I love that every time I say that, you always celebrate it, even though it got cancelled. <laughs> Alfred, everybody. He's also, he's the guy who feeds me water. No, I'm joking. Um, but, so yeah, that's that's kind of the long and short of, of the process that I have gone through thus far. Um, being an actor, um, pre-pandemic, post we're not really post, are we? Like, will we ever be post? Um, and yeah, uh, again, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Now, well, I think I already mentioned this earlier. Now, before when I like at the top of like at the top of the beginning of this, I used to get mad nervous about going and doing a face-to-face audition like I would physically shake like I, I have definitely I work in a bar so I have definitely had a few shots before I've gone into an audition um because I'm very lucky like where the bar is located there's a the, lot of places that I get auditions are located around the bar which is great um and I also have the luxury of having a wonderful housemate slash general manager who's supportive of my career and so has, gives me the flexibility to be able to just duck in and duck out um, to do these auditions and come back. But yeah, I... Uh, it's, mm, mm. And then after a while, you, you kind of... Um, kind of going back to what Mr. Gift said, like practice does make permanent... I kind of you you want you you know whether you book these jobs or not it is to a certain degree like it's just practice. And the more and more I I was getting in the room, the more and more I was just like, cool, I've got an audition today. So before it'd be like fucking hell, I've got an audition today, and like, like I can't do anything else. Like I have to just solely focus on this audition. Um, but like now I'm just like yeah, I've got. We've got an audition today, but, you know, I'll be free afterwards. You want to grab a coffee or we could do something before and I'll quickly run and do that. Like it's it's almost become an errand um, at this point. But one that I really want to do <laughs> that um, I've prepared for. Um, yes, so that kind of disappeared. And then uh, self-tapes were also fucking agonising because... The thing was the thing is the thing is when you're in the room, yeah, you fuck up. You can start. You can ask to start again. Not a big deal. You fuck up again. You could probably ask to start again. It's it's it's. Mm. There's not really a fair chance. So the difference between that and then doing your own self tape is like there's no one in the room with you to be like, nah, dude, that's it. You had your chances. You got. A, thank you for your time. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. Yes. Have a good day. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. They'll validate your parking. Um, it, it's which I found it to be harder at because 
you are just spacing yourself and whomever is in the room and whoever's in the room with you, like who's ever reading in the room with you, I mean, like when you're doing the self-tapes, um, you know, they, 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 you know, they're there to support you. They want you to take your time. They want you to uh, just give the best version of, of this, uh, what's it called? Dialogue? <laughs> um, or monologue, whatever the fuck it is, uh, piece uh, as much as you can, like give the best version of that. Um, so yeah, I would spend hours doing a self-tape, depending on what it was. And I'm talking like, even if it was a commercial for a short film, for something that's going to be on the internet, like it would hours, hours, takes, takes upon takes, upon takes, upon takes, upon takes, upon takes. I, ba- I, I was basically take that, like it's ridiculous. But after a while, again, practice makes permanent. Now I'm, I've gotten to a place where I'm just like, um, I have, a, there's a free tape, free yeah, free shoot. No, it's not free tape. What was it called? Basically, you can only shoot it three times and you have to have had like at least three good... Something. You have to have had something from the free tapes, in, in my opinion. Something good would have come from the free tapes, right? And so from that, you look at all the best... You look at all three of them, you pick the best three, you send it off. Now, I don't just do this blindly. I do watch them back while I'm filming. Well while I'm trying to shoot the tape. Um, and I try to pick up the little things I want to do differently. So when I do the next take, you know, hopefully I've uh, moulded it into slightly something different than the last tape. And then, you know, go from there. Uh, but not everybody does that. Some people will take longer to do those. Some people are like one or two takes and they're good. Like, I like to have three and that's it. Um... I was, in my eyes, very fortunate enough to uh, work as much as I did. Like, (laughs) I, okay, genuinely, like, I was one of those basic bitches that was like, 2020 is my year. But I never meant in the sense of, like, you know, I'm going to get that money, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, Gonna, I'm gonna get sexy. I'm gonna like fall in love. I'm gonna have like a successful career. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> just uh, uh, all I wanted was just like I was just like this is gonna be the year that I'm gonna work a lot in acting, and it happened. It and it and it ranged from small jobs to my biggest job. Do you know what I mean? Like I started out the year doing a short film, um, halfway and um, oh yeah, we went in about uh, yeah. I started out the year doing a short film. Halfway through, you know, lockdown um, season one, uh, I got one of the biggest jobs I've ever done, which is a McDonald's commercial. And but even after that, I, like I still did little things. I was up like twenty twenty was a successful year for me. You know, I, I like I had intentions and I, and I they were set out and they were done and they were completed. And I'm very grateful for that. And I worked hard for that. And I agonized over that. And I worked on some stuff that was really fucking dope. I really, like, I really cared about and I really wanted to tell the stories of. But you know what I learned last year that I have definitely taken into this year? Um, which 
I, listen, um, I have to learn things the hard way. I just, I've always been like that as, as from, from a child up until this very point. Like, I give you an example. When I was learning how to drive, I could not get roundabouts. I could not get them. I did not understand the concept of roundabouts. My, and my driving instructor would be like, you know, stay left unless you're turning right. Stay the left lane unless you're turning right. And I still didn't, I did not get it. And uh, I remember he said to me, he was like, it's just, you're, you're like, you're, you know what the problem is? So I was like, yeah, go on. He's like, you're too smart. And I was like, fucking hell, this man is obviously mad. He's like, you're overcomplicating it. And I was like, ah, I overcomplicate things. So that's why when this one thing that I definitely learned, there's a plethora of things. This one thing I definitely learned last year um, was preparing. Prepare, prepare, prepare. It does not hurt anybody or hurt anything for you to prepare. And I'm... I'm I say it was such fucking vim because I'm like, it's such a simple act. It really and truly is a simple fucking act that I could have taken just, just like a couple of hours. Did I need to watch all six seasons of Love Island? No. Could I have taken out one or two little hours to prepare? Yes. Did I do that? No. Like, it, it's like, don't get me wrong. I think it, I think the short film turned out great anyway. And there was lots of other variables. And I am choosing to see the best side of that experience. And I say that because I, like I said, I'm a perfectionist. Like, I, and I knew in my heart as well, like, I, I, I probably could have prepared more. I wasn't as prepared as I personally would have liked to have been. And it taught me a, a, a large lesson. Um, but yeah, preparing is everything. <laughs> Preparation is key. Um, and I know it's simple and I know it's probably obvious, but sometimes things are just not obvious to Erica. Um, and uh, it's definitely, again, I want the same thing I had last year. I want to have, I want to work a lot this year. Um, whether it be big or small, I want to work and, I, and I'm not coming from the perspective of obviously because of money and whatever blah 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 like I just I, I want I'm trying to get to a point where I don't have to work in a pub anymore there's nothing wrong with working in a pub but it's just not what I want what I love and what I want to do um but I'm hoping with that keynote that one that was only one of the things I learned last year um that that will help me or at least propel me into a, a, a different speed of what I was in last year in my lane but maybe 25 miles per hour instead of 20 um yeah so uh that was that was that was that was that was yeah that was the lesson and a fucking half um Actually, no, there was a few things that, like, just being confident in what you're doing, um, that's something that's going to take me a lot longer to sort of get my head around, but I'm aware of it, and that uh, being aware is definitely better than not even having that whatsoever. Um, and commitment. Now... Let me like let me tell you, let me tell you a little something something about McDonald's. I had so during season one of 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 uh, 
can't even bring myself to say it. Um, bring, during season one of the Patty Liner, and um, I had, me and my housemates had gotten, like, wine drunk uh, the night before. And uh, I spent my entire day being hungover, like, hung the fuck over. I could barely move. I managed to shower that day and make a big pot of tuna pasta. It's about midnight and I'm checking my emails and I see a fucking email from my agent that said that you have a McDonald's, um, I need a self-take from McDonald's commercial tomorrow morning at 11. Um, and I couldn't believe my fucking life. I was like, how has this happened? How has this fucking happened? I haven't slept properly. So anyway, we patterned it up. We got ourselves set together. I went to bed. I woke up early the next morning. I showered. I did my um, I did my hair and my makeup. I put my top on. And I, all I had to do, by the way, was mime eating a burger. That's all I had to do. But obviously your girl was a little bit shook of that. She'd like, and I'd like, I'm, I'm going to fuck this up and yada, yada, yada. So the only, and in that time, I'm, I'm short for time because it has to be in at 11 a.m. Um... And once I've like I got up at eight, so by the time you get yourself set up and like showered and then set up for to, for framing and everything else, and then with the lighting, blah blah blah, you know you, your time starts to get shorter. Yes, I know I'm only having to fake eat a burger, and then obviously say the line, but you, you know you kind of you have to sell it. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it's not something that like I didn't feel like anyway. It's something that you could throw away anyway. I just kind of said to myself, Eric, you're just going to have to commit to this. Just fuck it. Just, gonna, just, just, just commit to the moment. If you could just sell it to yourself, maybe you might be able to sell it to these people. And even if you can't sell it to these people, fuck it. But like, we just, we need to just, you fucked up. Okay. You should have, you should have just done this yesterday. Um, I did it. I sent it over. I didn't think about it after like, I'm not going to lie to you. I took my makeup off and I crawled back into bed. Um, like the disgusting sloth that I was. Um, and then I got a Zoom audition again. Didn't this time was a little bit more prepared, um, and I decided to keep the the sentiment of um, commitment. And um, yeah, the director was super happy, like genuinely. And I'm not even saying this to gas myself up because I think even in the moment I was like, "What?" He was like, "Flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji." I was like, "You do well with me and my friends." Just FYI. Um, and also, sometimes I don't always, I just, I don't know, I just thought he was just mugging me off a bit slightly, <laughs> I think. Um, and I never thought too much about it. And then a couple of days later, like, my agent called me, he said, you got the gig. And I was like, that's dope. Um, it, was the, it was the tapes after that where I hadn't fully committed. I didn't get, um, I feel maybe I could be wrong I could be entirely wrong but I'm I'm using that as an example but the ones that are where I just sort of I I I committed to the moment I committed to the text like I I seem to have booked so there there has to be some there has to be something in that right there has that kind of uh ingredient has to be part of 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 the the whole I wish I hadn't said an ingredient component <laughs> uh has to be you know, has to equate to something. So preparing, committing, shit, does anybody know what I said what the other one was? Oh, no. 
can't even listen to this back. Ah, it's going to be too late now. Ah, fuck it. Um, and the third one, if you're listening properly, <laughs> uh, were really, really important to to my my year of like uh, my what I will will always deem as my successful year in acting. Um, and it's funny because it came out a a a very different time to what you know I'd I'd heard of and. You know, we, you know, I'd, I've been in acting classes where they talk about stuff that when people talk about stuff being in a room and everything else, like, you know, that was our MO. You know, self tapes were, for me personally, slightly foreign. Um, and now everything's absolutely like taken an absolute turn. It's, um, and I don't think it's for the, I, I want to point out as well, it's definitely not for the negative either. I've, I, now I'm like, self-tape, great, I can bang this out. Okay. Um, uh, I like to get up early, I like to bang it out, it's done. It's like working out, do you know what I mean? You, you get up, if you get up early, you do you do the hour exercise, it's done. You don't even have to think about it. Then you can go stuff your face. The only other upside is that I get to do self-tape where I don't have to wear trousers, you know what I mean? Like there are just a lots of different perks to doing self-tapes or, or to sort of auditioning during um, this this very uh, difficult time. Um, it was weird because I kind of enjoyed I, telling you about the aspects of, of acting, especially the technical aspects, even if, if nobody cares. But, you know, I I mentioned self-tapes and people are like, what's a self-tape? And I'm like, it's, it's, it's very simple. It is what it is. Um... And I think it's been cathartic to sort of speak about this because I have a lot of um, anxiety when it comes to acting. Um, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not fully confident um, in telling people that I'm an actor. Like, I find other people do it for me um, and that's fine. And that's, it's it's not fine. Okay, no, it's actually, yeah, he's right. It's not fine. Um but it's nice because it's like, okay, cool. So you see me for what I would want to be and I definitely need to work on that. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm also very hard on myself. I don't think that I am um, nowhere near as good as I would like to be. I definitely don't think I'm as hard working as I would like to be. Um, you know, there's all these variables and there's all these things, but there's all these things that I can work towards Um and improve and that I'm trying to do um and uh there's no straight formula my god there's no straight formula I can't go on too much about this but there's no straight formula I'm a very much black and white kind of girl unfortunately that is it um and I'm perfectionist and I like to follow the line of like okay cool how do I get to here and how do we do that cool 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 I'll do it but when there is not a blueprint for that, or when there is not a direct line for that, because obviously everybody's blueprint is different, everybody's line is different, it puts me in a precarious position because I'm just like, Ugh. and then that's when a lack of confidence, and then that's when a lack of like um, self worth within my Lord, I should bring this up, my therapist comes within within acting, but. Really, the long and short of it is, is it's my favourite thing to do in the entire fucking world, genuinely. Um, being somebody else or telling, you know, a story that's outside of your own, 
there's just there's so much to that and I um I'm really I don't know I'm really glad that I do get the opportunities to do it and I can only hope and pray that I can do this full time and like I said before go on and tell the stories that like that I want to tell um because I think at the end of the day, those things are important to the way the world works around. Um, I learned, I've learned so much about life via these creative outsources. Do you know what I mean? Where, so whether it, like for me personally, it's acting, but for other people, it's, you know, it's books, it's art, it's, it's, um, Oh, sorry, painting. <laughs> um, your premises. It's music. There, there's all these other things. Like I've learned a lot from television and film. You know, like I. There are certain things that people in my life are like. How do you know that? I'm like, don't worry about that. <laughs> like, you know, don't worry about how I know <laughs> how I learned that. But you know, yeah, there's a lot that comes from that. So, um, well, maybe that's for another time. But. Um, yeah, I love I love what I do and I hope and pray that I can continue doing that and more as time goes on. Um don't, more, don't get me wrong though, there are moments of doubt. Cause like I said, I was calling my agent and telling him that I got this job. It was more of a case of, by the way, I got this job. He was like, That's good. And I was like, Yeah, you know. For me, I'm I don't want to get stuck in this realm of just only doing corporate jobs or just only doing, you know, small jobs, small roles in, like, feature films that won't see the light of day. And I've done those things, by the way. Like, I, my first feature film was a couple of years ago. I can't even remember what it was fucking called. It was supposed to be a part of a trilogy and um, I, I've never seen it. I've never even seen my footage. I can't even get my footage um, back from this person. And uh, that's disheartening sometimes because it's just like you, you know, when you know you want to be a part of something, you want to be a part of a project and you want to go off and do this, this, this thing with somebody else and collaborate. And then the main person of that project is just like dead sit in the water. It's a bit, it's a bit disheartening. Um, but I'm in the early stages of my career. So I have to keep that in mind. I have to keep positive. And I have to remember that, you know, people don't always, people don't find success, by the way, in like overnight. I know there are certain circumstances where we think that like, you know, they just pop up. Like Zendaya didn't just pop up. Margot Robbie didn't just pop up. Viola Davis didn't just pop up. Do you know what I mean? Like these women, and obviously men, I just don't have any favourite men, men actors right now in my head. Um, they are they work for ten years before they get to where they are at this point. To, to, to before they get to where you see them, we see them. Um, and even then, it's like that constant work of having to make sure that you're, you know, either you're staying in the limelight or you're or you're like you're allowed you're being able to be seen for um, roles of that sort of same caliber. So, um, yeah, I think I just need to keep that in mind. And um, just a tiny bit of advice as well. Just total side note. If you meet another actor and be like, oh, what have you been in? Um, please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because sometimes, you know, 
we will go ages without working and it's disheartening <laughs> and like get off our backs dude um and this is a whole last journey as cliche as it sounds but it is it's a whole last journey like I'm not going to suddenly be an actor who appears in fucking EastEnders with a reoccurring role that's just not how it's going to run but maybe it is. I don't know. Luck is a huge part of it as well. But hard gang, hard work as well. Listen, there's a whole plethora of things. You get it. You're all grown enough. Um, that's it, really. I think I'm coming to the end of this episode of Down for the Ride. I actually enjoyed this one. Not that I don't enjoy the other ones. The other ones are really... <laughs> I guess the other ones always felt agonising. Uh, that's because I'm always talking about my fucking mental health or heartbreak. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, that being said, before I forget, um, at some point or another, I will probably set up a separate account for this. But for the time being, um, you can find me where you found this, maybe, um, at my, um, on, on Instagram and I think Twitter, but let's just stick with Instagram for the moment, um, at hello, I, Erica, that's Erica with a K. Don't disrespect me like that and put it with a CK or with a C. Um, also, yes, uh, shout out to Alf for, um, don't do this, you know, like, I'm your biggest fan, it's ridiculous. Um, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Um, but yeah, you can find Alfie at two places. So number one is Speakerbox, so at Speakerbox. I can't remember how to spell how he spells speaker box. At speaker without the vowels and and in UK. That's where you can find Alfie and and other podcasts and stuff like this. And he does an incredible job. Um, And then if you want to find him personally, just to go and stare at his face, which is sometimes what I do, um, you can hit him up at um, Mr. Red Shots. I think is what it is still uh and yeah he's uh he's a hustler I was it's true you are I actually said that to Matt the other day I was like you are the biggest hustler um that I know so uh yeah look us up don't look us up I don't know I don't care I do care love me um thanks for for listening to uh this episode of down for the ride um I mean, yeah. I was going to say, let me know what you guys want to hear me talk about, but I'm not going to do that because I'm just going to go ask my friends because they're the only people who listen to this. Um, But to the various strangers that do, I love you. I see you.